Hi, my name is Kenny Matthews, and I would like to welcome you to episode one of the Worship Leader Journey podcast. I would like to thank you so much for taking the time and joining me here on this journey. Um, I hope that our time together is going to be something that is encouraging to you. I hope that it will be a blessing to you. I hope that it will be something that will give you some tools and resources and motivation and inspiration to continue serving the Lord wherever you are and however you're doing that. Um, In this first episode, we're going to talk about uh, why we're even doing this podcast. Why are we calling this a journey? What has been my journey and where do I think the Lord is taking me? Um, We're also going to talk a little bit about what things are going to look like going forward um, and definitely like the things that we want to accomplish during our time together in this podcast. Again, I thank you so much for tuning in. I'm super excited to get started. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Worship Leader Journey podcast, a place for you on your journey to grow closer to God, grow stronger in your gifts and grow through fellowship with other believers, all for the glory of God and for the furtherance of the gospel. Let's get into it. Yes, this is episode one of the Worship Leader Journey Podcast. This is cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I am your host, Kenny Matthews. It is great to be talking to you. This is uh, about, I don't know, two months or so of work and planning and talking with my wife and um, praying and trying to figure out how this project is going to look. And so it is really cool to finally be recording the first episode like the episode's not even posted right if you've made a podcast you know how this works like i haven't even put anything on the internet yet i'm sitting in uh matthew's family studios which would be my basement um and looking around at some studio equipment and really kind of just staring at the little bar on my computer as it as it records things um thinking about how we're gonna get this posted but I'm just excited that that I'm at that point. I'm excited that I'm at that phase of the planning process where I can kind of sit and and just start even thinking about posting. Uh, Welcome again to the Worship Leader Journey podcast. I'm excited to get this started, guys. Um, First of all, however you're listening, wherever you're listening, man, I want to thank you so much for taking some time and and joining me today. Um, I am my one man crew, so don't look for any other voices. It's just me talking to you right now. Maybe if the Lord opens up doors, we'll have a, we'll have a co-host one day. Uh, I want to encourage you really quick before we get too far into this. Um, if you have not touched base with us and joined us on social media, uh, please feel free to connect with us through our social media channels. Uh, we are at the WL journey underscore PC on both Twitter and Instagram. Again, that is the word, the, the letters WL and then the word journey underscore the letter P and the letter C on both Twitter and Instagram. And we would love to connect with you there. I just want to encourage you to do that because there will be uh, things that we'll post questions and um, information about when the next episode is coming out that will be posted there. um, And things I would love to get your feedback on and response to the longer we do this, the more you're going to realize I am not the end all be all of knowledge about 
uh, worship ministry or really anything. Um, and that's kind of why I made the podcast. It was, or why I'm making the podcast It's it is to find ways to, uh, to connect with other worship leaders, other believers, and get us all kind of networking and thought sharing and, um, encouraging one another uh, in the Lord and, and in ministry as we get out there and serve and, and do that thing that God's called us to do. Um, so I just really want to build some community. And so I hope that you would, you would buy into to those two social media channels and, and interact with me there um, today. So we're going to, you're going to get a feel a little bit today for what the, the content of this podcast is going to look like. You're going to get a feel for um kind of me and what my journey is, what my journey has been. And I'm just super excited to get into it and, and to talk about kind of what the Lord's doing in my life and, and hopefully what the Lord's doing in your life. So uh, I got my notes all queued up, so I'm not just going to babble, but I'm actually going to say things. <laughs> so just a little bit about me to get started, right? Um, I am a, I am a worship leader. I do serve actively in the church right now. I am not the leader of the ministry that I serve in. I am a, a worship leader within the ministry. Probably the best way to describe what my role is in church right now is that I am a front man to a worship ministry that is led and directed by um, two other very, very gifted, uh, very, very talented musicians, a husband and wife duo that have um, been gracious enough also to make my wife and I kind of like they've taken us under their wing and, and, and kind of taken us as like protégés and they've just been a huge blessing to us. Um, but that kind of does uh, tweak what my experience is as a worship leader a little bit, right? Because I'm I'm not, if you are one of those leaders that is, that is planning out the service, that is handling the media aspect, that is um, choosing songs and keys and arrangements, that's not necessarily me in the capacity of my church congregation. Now, I do lead uh, the student worship team, so our youth group worship team, we kind of started that a couple years ago, and I actually do uh, lead that group in a sense of of planning songs and choosing keys and arrangements and things like that and who's leading on a given day and that kind of thing even though right now our team is pretty small so it's everybody the same team every time we lead worship right but um I do lead that team but I I don't lead the team for our congregation I I lead the service um and that's just kind of where God has gifted me at this time and I'm really content with that. I've been leading worship in one capacity or another. I'm going to I'm going to put some big air quotes. Um I've been leading worship uh for the better part of the last 10 years. So my wife and I we are in uh Baltimore, Maryland. Uh actually currently I guess we'd be in Parkville, Maryland and and we serve in that area. And before we were at the church where we are now, we were um leading worship um at our at our old church and then there I was the uh, music director. Again, I'm going to put that into really big air quotes, but I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, I guess kind of first I want to give kind of my testimony and, and where I've been. Why do I call this a journey, right? Why do I call leading uh, worship or, or worship leadership a journey? Uh, and for me, and why, like, why am I even calling this podcast The Worship Leader Journey? Actually, for me, that's a term that has really been cemented in my mind as I am actually also pursuing going to seminary. And I very recently got a chance to talk to um, the 
uh, lead professor, the 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 chair, the doctor that kind of is over the worship department at the seminary that I'm hoping to to attend online in the near future. And um, and I gave him kind of my story and he said, wow, you've really been on a journey. And so kind of out of that realization is I've kind of rehearsed my story and thought about it. A little secret about me. I've practiced this episode about 20 times in the car. So it's been well rehearsed, right? I have, uh, I've just come to grips with the fact that, yeah, I am on a journey. I am not where I was when God, uh, kind of started stirring in my heart, a desire to serve and to lead worship. Um, so I was never really into music, right? As a, as a, a kid, I was never into music performance or music leading. I like music. I've always loved music. I can think back to some of my favorite old albums. Um, just confession, right? Rugrats, the movie album, Take Me There. That was my that was my jam. The Space Jam album, every song on there. That was my jam. I love that album. Um, and I used to listen to those albums borderline religiously, like like repeated same tracks over and over and over again. Newsies, same thing. And and that was me. I loved listening to music. Uh, I loved listening to the parts and listening to how instruments interacted. But I wasn't really into music like that, right? I didn't want to perform it. I didn't want to uh, lead it for anyone. In high school, I joined the choir not because I liked singing, but because there were girls in the choir that I thought I could spend time with. But obviously these were all things the Lord was kind of using to to work out his plans in my life. I actually joined uh, my church's worship band. And before I even get there, let me backtrack a little bit. When I was uh, when I went to college, I auditioned um, for the worship team at my um, I'm sorry, not the worship team for the choir at the college where I went to. I went to Morgan State University and I auditioned for the music for the choir there. And obviously they are nationally known, world renowned, um, excellent, excellent choir. And uh, and when I auditioned again, I really auditioned because a friend was going to audition and I just happened to be there at the orientation day, had no intention of joining Um and so we went, he auditioned, I auditioned, um, and the choir director, who I believe is still there, he said, you know, your voice blends well. And I took that as meaning I can't sing. And and that was okay with me. I was like, that's fine. I will never go back to singing again. And that was my plan. And so from freshman year college on until I was about 23, uh, I had no interest in doing any more music. I was, I was finally just free of having to sing anything I was out of high school I'm good right um and and I've been told my voice blends well quote unquote which probably is a nice way of saying you can't sing that's what I thought and I've been told since then that that's not what he was saying little did I know right <laughs> so um so then fast forward through first two years of college, I went to Liberty University for one year. So I went to Morgan State for two, Liberty for one. That one year at Liberty uh, was literally life changing um, in so many ways. As far as my spiritual formation goes, it was life changing. Uh, I made friends that are friends and encouragers in the Lord that I still have to this day. Um, I just I, I grew in my faith. I grew in my walk with Christ. That was when I really surrendered my heart to God. Do with me what you want me to do. Uh, like take me where you like me to go. And and the Lord 
did that. That was what was awesome. Like not only did I pray that prayer, but that immediate summer, I had an opportunity to go out and to serve um, after that school year. And the Lord literally took me to some places I had never been. And that was awesome. Um, But within that same year, I also had the opportunity to really uh, form my ideas and my opinions about worship. Liberty did an amazing job of having a service where they explained what is worship. Why do we worship? Why do we sing? Why are we lifting hands? Why are we even putting so much effort into the production aspect? And for me, I came from a, um, from a very small Baptist church, um, and, and that was kind of my background. And so it was, you know, just one piano player, maybe an organ player, never drums. Right. So when I went to Liberty and went to my first campus church, I was totally thrown and extremely uncomfortable. And I spent the service praying, uh, really that the people at Liberty would see the light, right. About how to worship the Lord and get rid of all these lights and, and craziness. Cause it was, it was wild. Right. Um, to me, but kind of through that experience, I really began to realize, um, through that experience of the, what is worship service? I began to realize that it wasn't just this show. It wasn't just this production, but we are putting this much effort into honoring and glorifying uh, the God who is worthy of all of our praise and attention. We are thinking about his word. We are thinking about the words that we're singing. We're not just mindlessly jamming, but we are actually um, thinking about those words and letting those words evoke in us emotions of, of love and, and respect and reverence for God. And, and, and we're going to get into, get into a little bit, um, in the next episode, uh, what is worship? My philosophy, quote unquote of worship. I don't know if that's a term, but that's something that we're going to, that we're going to talk about in the next episode. So there's an early teaser for you. I, I think that's okay. I think I can do that. Uh, it's my podcast. So I think I can do that. Um, but that was that was really uh, life changing for me. That service was life changing for me as far as my perspective of worship in a musical sense, in a musical sense, um, was not a huge fan of worship music before that time. And after that moment, my perspective of, of worship music really, really um, transitioned. And so I went home from that from that experience, still not really into leading anyone in worship, but very much into being a active worshiper in the music worship portions of service. And that was fine. Now we can fast forward to when I went to uh, to the church where my wife and I were before the church where we are now. And I served there under uh, the, the pastor who is actually my grandfather. And um, I joined the worship team there, not because I wanted to, but because I lost a bet. Pretty sure that is one of the worst reasons to start serving in a church. But regardless, that is why I started leading worship or why I even started, why I joined a praise team. And when I joined the praise team, I was not leading anything. When I joined the praise team, I was that guy on your praise team who sings the melody an octave lower. And, and I love those guys. You need those guys. That's very important and they should be there. Uh, so I was that guy who just sang the melody an octave lower. I was singing with five uh, extremely talented uh, young women and they needed a guy on the team. So probably I was set up from the beginning to lose the bet that I lost. And terms of the bet were that I needed to join the praise team, at least for a couple of weeks. And I being a man of my word did do that. And I sang the melody an octave lower and it was, uh, it was okay. It was okay. I, I, you know, enjoyed it to a point. And then someone joined the praise team who actually taught me how to sing 
tenor a little bit. And so now it's uh, these five amazing singers, these young women who are great singers. Uh, we had one piano player and Kenny who could sing tenor, and that was fine as well. And I don't know, as you're going through your, your journey in life, your journey with the Lord, I think it's interesting. You'll find that um, God kind of takes one thing and leads it to another, right? That one thing leading to another thing, I think, is a, is a concept of the way that God works. And so literally one thing led to another. So it started out, oh, Kenny's just here on a bed. He's going to be here maybe three or four weeks, and he's just going to sing the melody an octave lower too. Oh, okay, well, uh, Kenny's going to learn how to sing tenor, and that was really cool. Okay, okay, well, and then I became kind of like a uh, like a vocal leader within the team. You know, if there was a, a male solo lead, I had the opportunity to to lead some of those things. And that was, that was it. And that was fine. Uh, the way my church worked, uh, we had many different, um, musicians. We cycled through quite a few different musicians, usually a piano player, um, usually, um, someone who, um, could kind of play a variety of music, but we stuck close to gospel sounding music. Um, and we had a piano player and sometimes we'd have a drummer and we cycled through quite a few of them, um, just hiring different ones or people would come to the church who were gifted and, uh, they would come and lead and, and serve for a little bit. And they would also be the director of the team. Um, and they would, we would kind of cycle through these folks, um, you know, maybe one every six months or so. And so as it turned out, our last um, piano player uh, had to part ways with the church as her husband left the church to kind of start his own church. She also left with him and respectably and understandably so. And of course, the question went out among the church. All right, well, what are we going to do about music now? And uh, and I thought that was a great question. What are we going to do? And um, the pastor, who was my grandfather, came to me and said, hey, how about you be the new music director? Now, let me let me set the stage for you before I tell you what happened. At this point, I could play no instruments and I and I still don't really consider myself that great of a singer. Um, I characterize it like this. If uh, if I'm getting married and I'm already married, but if I was getting married, I wouldn't necessarily pay me to sing at my wedding. Um, and he said, well, Kenny, how about you become the new music director? I, I have no music theory knowledge no instrument knowledge. I can't play anything. Um, so what am I going to do? How am I going to direct, uh, this group of already very talented people? And while I had no music theory knowledge, while I have no instrument knowledge at the time, um, what I did have good knowledge of was how to press play on an MP3 player. <laughs> what I did have really good knowledge of was how to use an iPad or an iPhone or a computer to, um, to, to play music and to facilitate music. And so what did I do? I used every single tool around me to add music to our repertoire. And again, I, I was singing with extremely talented singers, so I didn't really need to teach parts or things like that. Um, I just used the tools that I could get my hands on. So um, I had an iPad from which I was playing split tracks and backing tracks and flexible backing tracks. There's a really great application. Uh, if you don't know, worship leaders out there called iSing Worship. It is, they're, they're still expanding it. It's an amazing app um, that allows you to play backing tracks from your iPad and they're flexible. You can replay the course or replay a bridge and it sounds organic. It doesn't sound like you 
you cut the track at one place and skipped back to a certain section of the track like it it sounds like a band is playing and just plays back into a transition it was amazing we used that um in service we also had midi files uh, like and not like really nice midi files from ableton like some of you guys are using now uh where you know your piano sounds just gorgeous right but i mean we had like the midi track that someone made from an old uh the synths on their casio and they pulled drums in and their piano and they and they played in the 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 bass line and the keyboard line i mean these things were so old they were free on the internet like i could just find these midi files and download them i still have them um and we pulled in all sorts of resources, um, Daywind music and Prism music and the accompaniment tracks that they would create. And that is how we did worship for three years. And it was great. It was crazy. And I was the, the worship leader and the music director there. And it was then that it clicked. And, and I had been feeling the call of God on my life to full-time ministry for, for a while at that point. Um, but it was then that it clicked that, Lord, if there is this amazing puzzle that you are creating um, called the body of Christ, and there is, and it is, right? If there is this, this beautiful uh, puzzle that you're making, and, and each of us are a piece that fits in there as we serve you. Like, this is my piece. I don't know how that works, right? I can't play an instrument. You know, I'm an okay singer. Uh, I'm an okay leader. Like, the leading in service thing, like, that is my thing. But, like, this is what you've called me to do. And that was amazingly eye-opening for me at that moment. And that's what we did for three years. That's how we led worship for three years. And that is, I think, when when God really started, like, opening me up to, open my eyes up to, Kenny, this is this is what I've called you to. And that was amazing. Now, that doesn't mean that I immediately surrendered myself to that and went and now, you know, was leading full-time anywhere. I was not um, and still am not leading full-time anywhere. I am hoping to soon be an on-staff worship leader somewhere, but I'm actually still very much, uh, I don't even know if I can call it bivocational. I'm a, I'm a volunteer worship leader, right, at my church, and I love it, love serving. Um, but obviously, next phase of the journey, my church closed. The pastor, who was my grandfather, resigned and um the church closed, uh, understandably so, because there really wasn't anyone to take his place. And my wife and I, we moved to a new church and we found a new church primarily that preached God's word. That was really our only desire was to go somewhere where they were preaching the word of God. And so we did. And we found our church in Perry Hall, Maryland, and uh, we started going. But what we went because they were preaching God's word. We were attracted to the fact that they did have a worship team where we thought we could come and serve and, and, and help. Um, and we started serving there. And again, God has kind of led one thing to another over the course of the last two or three years. Um, and we lead uh, almost every Sunday. Um, and over that time, the Lord has has uh, helped me to learn how to play the acoustic guitar. I've learned totally from YouTube uh, worship tutorials. Brian Wall is is my YouTube teacher. He is my guitar teacher. And that was really a one thing led to another, too. Like I started out just wanting to learn how great is our God and uh, oh, praise the name so I could play that, that from Hillsong so I could play that at my wedding and uh since then three ish years ago um i've gone from that to learning enough so that i'm able to serve and lead in our church using the acoustic guitar 
and um, uh, be able to just play and, and learn some things at home. And, and now my wife and I are, are looking to record some music and that kind of thing. I say all this to say this. I, I hope if, if I haven't lost you or haven't bored you at this point, I say all this to say this. This is God's journey. All of this is is God's journey. I've had the privilege of going on it and the Lord using I and my wife on this journey that he's taken us on. It, none of this was of us. None of this points back to, oh, look at how great. Like, I'm I'm excited about where the Lord has taken and is taking us. Um, and there's, I probably need to just split this into two parts because it's already really long. But there's a part two to this journey that talks about the journey to full-time ministry, why I'm doing seminary and that kind of thing. And that'll be part two. That'll be another episode of the podcast. Um, but that's... That's it. I guess my encouragement to you is to submit your life to the Lord and let the Lord use you, like surrender yourself to him. Um, ask him where he'd have you to go and just go start taking some steps in faith as God has called you. And and he'll take you some places that you will not believe uh, if you would have told me or my wife three or four years ago uh, that we'd be doing what we're doing now. Probably we both say, ha, new. <laughs> Kenny will be teaching. But we're on this this weird, wild, awesome journey with the Lord. And, and here's the other great thing, just as a practical point, about going on the journey with Christ. When you're on the journey with Christ, man, the Holy Spirit gives you so much assurance of God's faithfulness. Not so much assurance that like everything's figured out and you're going to know exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. No, but he does just continually give us this assurance of God's got this under control and you may not know how this is about to play out but God's got it totally under control down to the minutia details of what he would have you to do and where he'd have you to go so I just want to encourage you to keep moving forward in Christ and I want to and I can't wait to share part two of the journey with you later um but anyway what is so we understand kind of why we're calling this the worship leader journey what the podcast is uh, or why we're calling it a journey but like what what is this like why are we doing a podcast and and what can you expect from this podcast going forward thank you for asking I appreciate that you're a you're a very generous uh, listener. <laughs> I wanted to start a podcast because, again, I'm a little bit of a late bloomer musically. I'm 31. Um, I started playing guitar. I started playing guitar really probably at about 24, 25. And I started on a little training guitar. Um, and, and now I'm 31 and I'm really still, uh, still, I would consider myself really a late beginner to intermediate guitar player and and about this uh, probably intermediate singer um and definitely a beginner as far as technology and production and that kind of thing um but i still feel very much called and, and feel like god is equipping me as i am obedient to him my um thought however is that as i look out on youtube or instagram or any of the places where i go to learn um and, and develop as a worship leader right you see a lot of people who are um a lot younger than me who are doing great things or you hear the story of well i've been playing guitar since i was five years old you know that kind of thing and that's great like i mean god has blessed some folks with some amazing talent um but part of what i wanted to do was have something where one I'm sharing in the journey that God has taken me on is as he's called me as he's uh using me and and my family and also explain like for someone who's not the who doesn't have it all together yet as a worship leader and and someone uh who just wants to kind of be in a community of learning and growing and sharing and fellowshipping and that's that's where that's where um I am. I'm just in this in this mode of learning and growing and fellowshipping with other worship leaders and just 
trying to develop what God is, has entrusted me with. Um, I have a lot of really great mentors and really great supports. And I'll, I'll get into who those people are, too, going forward. Um, but that's kind of why I made it. So that uh, if you're out there and you're thinking, man, I don't know if I'm young enough to start leading worship ministry you know i i don't know I, I, like i don't know what the lord's called me to do and, and how he's called me to do it i want to encourage you and be here as a resource i want to share with you the things that i've learned the things that i've done the things that i'm doing the things i'm trying and where i'm growing or where i'm stumbling or or what have you and and hopefully through our social media channels provide a a place where we can communicate and fellowship about those very things um I also want to have a place um, where I can, yeah, definitely share like some tools and resources and things that I've utilized. Again, the longer you listen, the more you'll realize I'm not the end all be all of knowledge about the tech that's available to worship leaders and the the things that you can utilize and do as a worship leader. I don't know. I wouldn't even say I don't know everything. I, I just don't know. There's a lot that's out there. But. Uh, just like my first experience as a music director, I have gained some knowledge. I have used some tools. I have learned some things as I've uh, worked. And I've, again, great mentors who are teaching me new things literally every time I see them um, about sound, about music, about living as a Christian, about worshiping authentically. All those things are things that I'm in the process of learning. And I want to share those things with you. Um, there may be times where I share something with you that you're like, yeah, can I already knew that and I already use that whatever and that's fine that's great uh, but hopefully there will be times where I, maybe I'll share one or two things that may be like oh I didn't I didn't think about that um, or maybe something that's new uh, to you and so I hope that I can do that and I hope that there will be there will be just a kind of a resource sharing type of atmosphere if there if I ever mention anything that you would like to know more about or something like that again please feel free to contact us through social media and we'll we'll do our best to to keep track of kind of the things that are said and and to be responsive so that's that's kind of uh why we're doing the podcast what's the podcast going to look like well we're going to do a lot of different things I've already um talked to one of my great mentors Mark Siebert about doing an interview he's just an amazing uh person I'm not even going to get into who he is uh, just be be looking for that episode soon when we do an interview with him um, and he's just a great guy uh, so we're going to do some interviews I've got tons of really great pastor friends and worship leaders and uh, I want to get their thoughts on again not just music and worship but also about about like as a church leader, how do you approach different things? Um, so I want to be able to share that kind of stuff with you. And I want to learn it too. <laughs> um, also, we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk a very little bit about technology. We're going to talk of, you know, I don't know a lot about tech, but we are going to have a small tech section that we'll talk about. We'll also talk about some music that's out. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about um, really the big content is going to be what's my journey looking like. We're going to talk about, uh, again, what are things that are happening? Maybe like literally week to week or maybe just we're going to talk experiences that I've had uh, I want this thing to be something that serves you so if there's a subject or a question that you have that you would love uh, that you'd like for me to answer uh, I'd love for you to send that my way I'd love to know uh, what I can do with with this how we can use this as an opportunity to serve you specifically and to help you grow so uh we'll talk though about again next episode my philosophy of worship who do i think worship leaders are what do i think they do i hope that this is something that will be just 
fun and encouraging, um, uplifting, and, and just something that, that really is, is useful to you as a person. That's, that's really my hope and, and my prayer as we uh, kind of go through this time together. Okay, so that's kind of some of the stuff that you can expect. Um, lastly, I want to go through kind of our two kind of closing segments of each show. One is going to be called New Toys. One is going to be called What's on My Personal Worship Set List. Let's go. So, um, the first thing that I want to talk about is new toys. And again, I'm not going to spend too much time. I'm going to do my best to look at my timer while I do this so that I don't spend more than two minutes on this topic. Uh, because I think that a lot of times you, you go out and you look at, um, you Google worship or you YouTube worship and you have a website that will give you 8,000 ideas about patches to use on your guitar or about how to set up uh, camera switching for live streaming worship. Yeah, sorry if if I literally just pulled that from a YouTube video I was looking at. Um, or um, how to best get Ableton to interact with your Mac, uh, you know, when you're playing real piano sounds. I don't know. Like, just there is so much technology that gets associated with worship. And don't get me wrong. In the church in 2020, technology is amazingly helpful to everything that we're doing, um, and especially worship. However, um, I do also think that it is super important that we not lose sight of the fact that um, um, we are still called to um, just lead people in reverencing and honoring God. That's really important. And so um, we're going to talk tech because I think it's important, um, but it's going to be a very small part of our of our time together. So uh, in this in this segment, we're going to call it new toys until I call it something different. It's episode one, so it may be something different next time you listen. Um, but this segment is called new toys, and the new toy that we're going to talk about today that I use personally is the Focusrite Two I Two Third Gen Audio Interface. Anything I bring up in new toys, I'm looking at my timer. Anything I bring up in new toys. Is is something that I use literally. I, I'm going to tell you about something that I actually own and have in my hands and, and use personally. So the Focusrite 2i2 is a uh, two input, two output interface. By the way, no sponsorships, right? Uh, Focusrite does not pay for anything that I'm doing. Uh, I'm just telling you about a tool that I personally use. Um, I picked up the Focusrite because uh, it is something that I saw at my church, um, both in my sanctuary and in kind of our auxiliary worship uh, center. Um, and so I picked it up because that's what I've seen. So that's what I was kind of used to. And I knew I needed an interface to start being able to record into my computer. So after having used it, I know very little about interfaces, except what I found on Sweetwater. I did get it from sweetwater.com. Love those people. Um, but what I have learned uh, is that it's really convenient to use. It's really simple, pretty straightforward um, as far as how it connects to your computer and how it connects to your instruments. Um, the two inputs are super easy to use. There is monitoring that comes directly from the device. Uh, phantom power for your microphones. I'm using a condenser right now and running phantom power uh, out of the focus right into the condenser. Very, very convenient. Low latency monitoring. All the good stuff, all right? Like all the stuff that already comes with it. The thing 
thing that I love about it for me personally, again, is just its ease and that it's really straightforward. It also comes with a lot of really, ex really cool extra stuff, um, plug-in suites and access to different, um, um, software, DAW software for, um, recording. Um, I'm not using their DAW right now. I'm actually using something different, but, um, but just that it comes with a lot of really great stuff and it, it plugs into your computer. You don't need an, an extra power source, um, to, to run it. You just plug it into your computer and the computer powers it. Um, and so that is, just great just really convenient to me um it comes in a nice it's a nice small clean looking package um not you know it's probably not the one you've seen in a lot of other youtube videos or whatever but i love it it, it it's input volume is great it's great uh and it comes in at a really decent price point too so and i got it as a bundle with the mic uh and a, and a cable and some monitor headphones so works out great for me focus right 2i2 um if you have any questions about that go to the website go online youtube it great reviews uh, yeah i love it i love it okay so that's that's new toys that went about 50 seconds longer than i planned for too sorry um i can edit that out though post-production for the win okay so the last section that i want to talk about and then we'll kind of close things out is what is on my personal worship playlist now this is a section that hopefully we're going to load upload episodes once a week and so this will be something that will change by god's grace every week when we upload episodes um, but today instead of uh kind of going with things that are currently on my worship playlist things that i'm listening to right now i actually want to talk about um things that uh, I have listened to worship songs that have a really significant and deep meaning to me as a person, things that have been very formative for me as a worship leader. So I want to focus on those for this particular segment of what's on the worship playlist. So I have four songs that will always be four unless it's less than four because um, I want this podcast to be, you know, compact. Um, but I have four songs here. So the first one uh, arguably is uh, in my mind top three worship songs ever 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 um like like ever made and that ever will be made just so we're clear uh, that's that's my opinion on this song top three or four uh and that is the song how great is our god by chris tomlin uh it's you know as an acoustic player it's super easy to play uh but it was just when i was a music director it i you can ask my team there there's proof it was on a four-week rotation we'd sing it I'd wait three weeks and it was immediately in the playlist again. I love how great is our God. It's just a great declaration of, of how great God is. And I think, and, it, and it's straightforward. Like God is, is amazing and huge and eternal um, and worthy of worship. It pulls no punches on that. And so I love, love how great is our God. The next is you are good by Israel Houghton. My wife and I were le recently listening to it in the car and uh, man, that was just Israel Houghton uh, was one of my really, I guess, early influences as a singer. Um, but I just think you are good again, another straightforward song that just evokes a lot of worship, uh, a lot of, uh, of remembrance of who God is and of what his word says about him. Um, and it's fun. It's fun. Depending on how it's, how it's sung, it can be, it's been done different ways, uh, but it's a fun, fun song. Okay. Number three is this song called Let Us Adore by Elevation Worship. If I'm not mistaken, it is from the Wake Up the Wonder album. This song means a lot to me on a personal level because when, um, when I first 
heard this song again i was really kind of growing as a music director uh, i was really out on worship music that was being made um you know in kind of like current like current modern worship music and this song i heard around christmas i was looking for a christmas worship song and i heard this song and we did not sing it at my church but it was just it was a song that i thought was just so beautiful so well done and it and it brought the that old style of christmas music right like that classic hymn kind of flow of uh, and feel of christmas music into a modern contemporary worship moment and and feel and um uh, lyric and i thought that it was absolutely wonderful uh the last one on this list again top four um and this one may be like top five top six worship songs again ever 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 um and that is the song oh praise the name uh anastasis by hillsong worship again that's a a music ministry that has been very very um formative obviously extremely popular um music ministry they've been around for so many years listen if you have not recently done this and you probably haven't because there's too much music out there do yourself a favor go on like youtube or amazon or or itunes or whatever you listen to music on and go back and listen to old Hillsong, like old, old Hillsong. Um, and then go listen to some new Hillsong. And you'll be like, wait, what? Like those guys are the same guys who did this? It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but Oh Praise the Name by Hillsong. I love gospel songs. I love gospel songs. I love songs that point us back to Jesus and the finished work on the cross. Um, and then just lead us to just say hallelujah or just to praise his name. I think that lyric, Oh, praise the name of the Lord, our God. After we've sung about seeing Jesus on the cross, after we've sung about Jesus's return um, in the verses, that's just so powerful. I love songs that just point us back to the finished work of Christ on the cross. And that is just one of my favorites. Oh, praise the name. One of my favorites is the song that my wife actually walked down the aisle to at our wedding. Um, and so it has, it has a meaning for me in that, but just, um, pondering the gospel it definitely has a great meaning when it comes to that as well so those are my top probably like if you were to ask me kenny what are your top four worship songs your favorite four worship songs right now those would be the top four how great is our god you are good by israel houghton let us adore by elevation oh praise the name there are others there are others that you know we can mix mix the list around how great is our god i can tell you now it doesn't move ever but um But there are other songs that we might be able to throw in there um, that I love as well. Uh, but these are four that um, like are, are really like kind of flagship songs for me, just songs that I really, really have um, been blessed by or encouraged by or have meant a lot in my life. Okay, so that's our episode. Couple of couple of last points for housekeeping, and then we're going to wrap this up. Did you know the Worship Leader Journey podcast is actually two podcasts? You didn't because I just said it right. The worship leader journey podcast is a, is a two part thing. So it is one part podcast that is supposed to only be 20 minutes and currently before editing is 40 minutes, but it is one part, um, devotional. And again, I want this to be something that serves you as a worship leader. So, or just as a, as a member of the body of Christ, not just worship leaders, but a member of the body of Christ. So there's also a devotional. And so every week, the podcast is going to come out on Tuesdays by God's grace every week. Um, but then on Fridays of the same week, there will also be a devotional. Um, and the devotional is going to 
just take a passage of scripture, just, you know, one uh, um, passage of scripture, and we're just going to, in 15 minutes or less, I'm just going to share what God has used that passage um, to do in my life and how it's been used to evoke worship and and joy in my life as a worship leader. Um, so that will be a devotional that you can look forward to uh, this week. Also, you can look forward to next week's episode. Again, I've teased a little bit. In next week's episode, we're going to talk about what is worship, my philosophy of worship. Again, I want to encourage you, hook up with us on Instagram or Twitter at the WL journey underscore PC on both places. And please do connect with us and share with us. Last but not least, I would like to wonder how can we pray for you? Uh, again, connect with us on our social media. I've, uh, I've got my, my social media director who's my wife <laughs> is going to uh, probably post uh, somewhere on our page just a little uh, uh, a post about how can we pray for you? How can we walk with you uh, as you're going through life and following Christ? What can we do to pray for you? That's something I'm really, really excited about doing. Again, I don't want this to be just a time of us sitting and talking, but also a time of growth and development. Um, in our gifts and, and in our, um, uh, devotion to Christ. So I would like to know how can we pray for you this week coming up? Okay. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope that you have time to prep your heart and plan your heart, uh, or plan for worship in the near future. If you are leading worship this weekend, um, and I pray that just God blesses you as you go forward into the rest of your week. Take care.